Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. This is a creature feature episode where I look at cryptids. I'll describe them, delve into their history, look at some eyewitness accounts and look at what they might be. Research is as academic as possible and references will be given after the story. This week's creature is the Flatwoods Beast. Edward and Freddie May, Neil Nunley and Tommy Hyer were playing on the lawns of the Flatwoods Elementary School, like kids do, on the evening of September 12th, 1952. They stopped playing as a bright light streaked across the sky over their heads before crashing into a hillside on G. Bailey Fisher's farm. Like an 80s movie, the kids rushed to see what it was. Edward and Freddie's home was on the way, so they stopped in to explain to their mother, Kathleen, what they had seen. Kathleen called on Eugene Lemon, a National Guard, and went with them, bringing the family dog, Richie, with them. When they reached the site of the crash, they all saw a pulsing red light. Lemon shone his flashlight up the hill towards it, and they saw a terrifying creature. There was a mist hanging in the air and the creature hissed at the group before moving towards them quickly. They all turned and ran. Eugene was said to have vomited out of fear that night and in the following days, the others complained of vomiting, irritated throats and nausea. The symptoms passed in a few days and were passed off as symptoms of hysteria. However, These symptoms are also signs of exposure to mustard gas. Kathleen and Eugene reported what they had seen to the local authorities, who searched the area, but found nothing. This wasn't the first time the creature had been seen. A few days earlier, Audra Harper claimed to have seen something similar near her home, just outside of Heaters which is five miles north of Flatwoods, West Virginia. Audra and her friend were walking to a store by taking a shortcut through the forest. On their way, they spotted a ball of fire on one of the hills nearby. But when they looked back at it, the fire had vanished and been replaced by a tall, dark silhouette. Terrified of what they saw, they ran escaping through the woods around the hillside. On September 13th, another sighting happened near Strange Creek, around 20 miles south of Flatwoods. George and Edith Snitowski were driving on Route 4 with their 18-month-old son when the car just died. George attempted to start the car, but it wouldn't. While they were trying to decide what to do, the air filled with a sulfurous smell. The baby began to cry and the air outside was filled with a bright light. Inside that light, George and Edith saw a monster who touched the car and then left for the woods nearby. 
As soon as it was out of sight, the car miraculously started again, allowing the family to get away. That was the last time the Flatwoods Beast was seen. It became more of a folktale as time went on, and Flatwoods became a tourist town for people seeking the monster. An ice cream shop opened in the town called The Spot, where patrons can have their photos taken with a painted version of the creature. There is also a museum dedicated to the creature in Sutton, which is a few miles south of Flatwoods. There are also five chairs built in the monster's image across the county. The area of the most famous sighting is actually on private property, so it's suggested that visitors go to the museum or in search of the chairs around the county. The Flatwoods Beast only has one description. It was seen three times in the space of around a week, and each description is pretty much the same. The creature stands around 10 foot tall, with a head the shape of the spade suit in a deck of cards. It wears what appears to be a dark metal dress that extends up its arms, giving it twisted claws. Its eyes glow an eerie orange colour, and it seems to levitate off the ground. When George and Edith Snitowski saw the creature, it wasn't wearing the spade-shaped helmet and had a lizard-like face that was reptilian and bony, and its hands weren't wearing the gloves, showing its bony, reptilian hands. The Flatwood Monster looks like a huge creature and I imagine that seeing it would be absolutely terrifying. But what exactly is it? The Flatwoods Beast is terrifying. It was only seen a few times. But what is it? The story made local news, and lots of people had thoughts about it. State police laughed it off as hysteria, with no real explanation as to what else it could be. They said that the descriptions grew in size over the course of 24 hours. A lot of people didn't believe it, dismissing it as just a story. But the monster was seen three separate times on three separate occasions. It can't be that simple to explain away, can it? There's another possibility. In the 1950s, the threat of atomic bombs was a very real thing for the population of the US. It was Cold War America and the threat of mad scientists and aliens seemed very real. A few months before the sightings, Life magazine had published a story about flying saucers, and that had caught on to the anxiety of the time. Stories like these would have caught on and created a lot of similar sightings and stories. 
It's possible that the sightings could have been nothing more than fabrications during a time when people were just scared. It's possible that the monster was an alien visiting from space. The 50s were full of stories of extraterrestrial encounters. It's not outside the realm of possibility. The events at Roswell, New Mexico, were quite recent, and it's likely that more and more aliens were coming to visit. But there isn't anything to link the sightings together. What are the chances that multiple species of alien would all attend the Earth in a short period of time? Whatever you want to believe, the people who saw the Flatwoods monster definitely did see something that terrified them. What exactly that was is unknown. Whether you believe it's an alien or something else is up to you. Just be careful in the hills around Flatwoods. Something might be out there watching you. The description, eyewitness accounts and history of today's creature came from the Braxton, West Virginia Sites article of the Flatwoods Monster. The theories from today came from a history article about the Flatwoods Monster and a Snopes article called What Was the Flatwoods Monster? References for the episode will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, Links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open a new email up, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. This is the last creature feature for the season. I've made the decision to leave them for September. I have a very special episode due at the end of September to see the season out before I take a few weeks break to prepare the next season. The next episode will be out on Wednesday as usual, so I'll see you then. (laughs) 